Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Attention to all my proud plant parents. It is time to give all of your plant babies the best nutrition you can, starting from the bottom up. And that starts with the best soil to help them grow happy, nourished, and strong. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that is approved for organic growing and has been sourced from ocean waters and farms for over 28 years. With a full range of products to support every garden and lawn, Coast of Maine products are made to restore roots to the natural world. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, by adding Coast of Maine products, it will help regenerate the healthy microbes on your soil and set you up for gardening success. And if you have a vegetable garden, not only do you benefit via an abundant harvest, but find that there is less need to maintain and feed throughout your season. Coast of Maine continually perfects the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and place that aspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. The products are carried by tons of local retail partners who can provide advice and insight that is not found in the big box stores. Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community for gardeners everywhere, which is why I love how they make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. So let's get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. Coast of Maine, like the state with an E.com. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. My, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal Podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, and welcome to Black Girls Heal. So either this is your first time here and you are interested to learn what is this podcast all about, or you've already been here and you know that something's a little bit different. So either way, you're about to get a peek into the new direction um, or the direction if this is um, your first time that Black Girls Heal is going into. This is a reboot from the original purpose. And so first, let me tell you a little bit about Black Girls Heal. Black Girls Heal was originally created to help give resources and programming for women of color to heal from unresolved childhood trauma. This is because by trade, I'm a therapist and my specialty is helping women with chronic repeated unhealthy relationships and codependency and low self-esteem or feeling not enough, any or all of those categories. That is what I do with women all day, every day. And I learned that it always came back to underlying root wounds from childhood. Um, and when I went to look to find resources for it, um, I couldn't find anything, not even, not anything for just, um, women of color, but also for the impact of the different types of trauma that 
women of color experience in childhood. So criminalization, racism, discrimination, um, colorism, all these things have an impact in how we see the world in addition to physical abuse or emotional abuse or any and all of those things, right? And so I couldn't find anything that either mentioned it for um, black people and then also definitely didn't mention the other ones as well. And so that was intended to be the hub, to have healing for healing's sake. However, I know that the reason why a lot of us are pushed towards healing, even though we want to feel whole and we want to feel good about ourselves and we want to feel okay, sometimes we are more motivated by what we see in our relationships. And so we are looking for support with that because even though we might have a little something underneath, you know, it's really painful to be in discord with someone who you love, but who isn't loving you back. Or you feel like you keep selling or you keep meeting the wrong person and you can't let go. Um, or you feel like you're asking for too much in relationships and you feel shame and you feel guilt. Um, you know, any of these things, all these things, or you meet great people, but your walls are so up that you can't let them in. And so there's been people that you've either pushed away or you've ran from or you've sabotaged and you don't know where it's coming from. And, you know, you've tried all the books, you've tried all the motivational speaking, you've done the affirmations, you've logically sat yourself down and said, Sheena, you need to stop. My name's Sheena, by the way, I'll introduce myself in a moment, but you know, You've done all these things and maybe you have success for a little bit. You take a break from dating. Um, and when you start again, the same pattern happens. I believe that there is external and internal work. And not only I believe, but I've seen it. I've helped hundreds of women, hundreds of clients. And also this is very personal because it's been my own journey as well. Even as a therapist, I had to go through my own journey um, as I was helping people. Of figuring out why do I keep doing these things and why can't I get better? And so I feel like Black Girls Heal, there are a lot of people who who work with these topics. I feel like we're a little bit different here because, um, you know, even though I could give you dating strategies, which I am, and even though I could teach you how to communicate with your spouse or your partner if you're already in a coupleship, which I will, and even though I could stress the importance of prioritizing yourself with things as simple as daily routines and as difficult as having boundaries and saying no, even when you're scared, which I definitely do stress and I will teach, even though I could do all those things and I will do all those things, you know, that's, that's the external work. If we don't get to the root cause of why these things keep happening, they're going to continue to happen. And something I hear from women all the time as they do the right things, quote unquote, you can't see my fingers, but I'm doing the quote marks They do the right things. And it might be successful for a little bit, but it does, it just goes back and they just wonder like, is there something that's always going to be wrong with me? Why can't I get this right? And you even might even start to feel some shame, you know, some, um, why am I so different than other people? You know, why is this the one area in my life, especially those of us who are pretty successful? Why is this the one area in my life that I just can't get a handle on. Um, why do I have, why do I breakups hurt me more than it feels like it hurts other people? I go crazy when I feel like someone's abandoning me and rejecting me. And I just should just love myself. But what does that even mean? Right. And why is it so hard for me to let certain people go and to not want them anymore? 
Um, why can't I just logically decide that I want something different and then make that change and stick with it, right? And then feel like you can't talk to people about it anymore because you feel like you're the crazy one. Or you convince yourself that you don't really need people to be in a relationship or you're strong enough by yourself. And secretly, you know, there are some people who are like that. There are definitely some people who are very content being single, you know, um, asexual is the term. And there are some people who say that they are, but you really want to be in a relationship. And the truth is, is that you are just frustrated and disappointed and you've kind of given up. And so you've kind of convinced yourself that this is just your lot in life. And I'm here to tell you, no matter what age you are at, when you're listening to this podcast, a change is possible. A change is here for you. And it doesn't have to be that way. So I'm here to bridge that gap. You know, there are tons of podcasts, like I said before, and tons of other resources that talk about this is a healthy way for you to do relationships. I really want to help you get at why that stuff don't work sometimes um, and putting those two together. And so what you can expect when you come here is a little bit of the reason why you came, right? A little bit of like um, episode themes and topics around why is this so hard to let go? Why am I so afraid um, to use my voice? Why do I feel like I'm not giving enough support for the ways that we block ourselves from actually being happy? You know, all these kind of general topics, um, why breakups are so hard, you know, things like that. Um, How you to not keep dating your father um, and not talking about literally dating your father, of course, but in a room of 100 people, you're going to pick the person that's just like your dad or critical, just like your mom or whatever it might be. So that stuff mixed with the internal of where that comes from. You know, where did I first start taking less than I deserve and then convincing myself that I'm okay with that. And then also to help you not be so critical with yourself when that happens. You know, they these things did not happen in a vacuum. You are not broken or bad or you know, unworthy. And so I'm getting a little ahead of myself. This is just supposed to be the introduction, but those are some of the things that you can't expect. But as promised, let me tell you a little bit about me and how that is also important with how I approach this podcast. And so, like I said, by trade, I'm a therapist. I currently, at the time of this recording, have a full-time therapy practice based in Houston, Texas. And so um, my story is, is that um, I grew up um, in a two-parent home and, um, you know, but, and this is, was really successful, like in school and even at work, you know, really popular, um, top of my class, um, pretty um, competitive, you know, believing in being kind-hearted and generous um, in, in my college years. Um, I became a Christian and so just delved into that, became a Bible study leader, like all of these things, like all of the right things, right? All the things that shows that someone is successful. And at the same time, my relationships were just crap. Um, I was constantly caught in this cycle of wanting people who didn't want me or not wanting people who wanted me. Or being attracted to people who were not a good fit for me. Or um, going in long periods of singleness and trying to convince myself that I was fine. Struggling with boundaries. 
um, and saying no and not people pleasing um, because along the way I learned to be a savior in my family and you know and just not being able to figure out why because like a lot of people I know not probably it's probably going to be a big mixture of people who listen to this podcast but I was definitely of the the group that says nothing happened well two things first of all What's happening to me are just normal relationship issues. Like nothing, nothing about what was going on made me think that this is a therapy related issues. People have relationships with all um, relationship problems all the time. People get attracted to the wrong people all the time. It doesn't mean you need to go to therapy for it. There are TV shows, there are um, articles, there are people talking about their relationships on social media. People break up, people get, have crushes. I mean, what's the big deal, right? And I think that's also one of the things that happens with why we don't seek help with relationships, especially like if, you know, especially I know that this is the case for a lot of people listening, but especially if we're not with a narcissist or not in an abusive relationship, but we just keep dating the wrong person, it, it doesn't seem that crucial, right, to, to get help. And so that was definitely my story. And so um, I'm doing like this battle of just becoming like really, as time goes on and I get older, um, a little bit more desperate, if I'm going to be honest, a little bit more um, critical or depressed that um, is this going to work out for me or who's going to ever love me um, so that I can finally feel good enough. And you know, self-medicating with um, things between like food or work and success, you know, because I was always successful. So if I was feeling bad, I can go and save the world and get people to pat me on the back. And that that made me feel good. Um, but my mother ended up passing away. And because, like I said before, I think a lot of things that we do are related to pain that happens in our life. All the unhealthy patterns that I had before escalated. And so that drove me into therapy and that drove me to a place where I learned that I actually had a lot of dysfunction that I never called dysfunction or that I had just become accustomed to. Or I had thinking patterns about myself that um, I just thought were truth. And I just thought that I was doing a good job because outside my life looked really functional. Um, and so it was not really anything to look at. And I learned about how my family had a lot of patterns that actually weren't healthy and weren't stable. And I just adapted to it and called them healthy and stable. When meanwhile, participating in that was continuing to hurt me. And I considered it normal. And because I was normal, I was looking for relationships that looked very similar to that, even without me being conscious of it, even without me being aware of it. And so I was definitely the friend that was the crazy friend. Um, the one who breakups and things like that just really affected her. Um, the one who was definitely dating people who as time went on were definitely less and less who were the best fits for her, um, and, in hopes of just finding someone. Right. And so through that process, I was connected to, um, of course therapy, but then also some support groups that actually helped me figure out where this started. This started with things from before that I was just recreating. Um, you know, as children, when we come into the world, we are blank slates. 
Um, even though, you know, there's research about temperaments and things like that, but the way that we talk, we learn from those around us. We learn how to walk from the people around us. And we definitely learn how to have relationships and when's the right time, time to talk and when's not the right time to talk based on the people around us. And so as a little girl, I grew up having certain beliefs and rules about the world and rules about relationships that I carried into adulthood. And even though, you know, as a young child, I could um, probably discern, that's crazy. You do that, mom or dad, or you do that, aunt, uncle, or sibling, or whoever, and I'm I'm never going to do that. You know, there's definitely some of those things, but there was a lot of patterns that I soaked up um, just as a young child that unconsciously I was either recreating or I was trying to find resolution for um, through unhealthy relationships. And so I will definitely talk more about that part in the podcast episodes, but that's just basically where my story came. And so, you know, by doing my own work and getting better, I was finally able to break patterns where I was in not only romantic relationships, but also friendships that were draining and, um, toxic. I was able to finally create boundaries with some family members Um, that I needed to create to help me come out of this funk and heaviness that I had that I didn't even know that I had. You know, that's one of the crazy things about um, being caught in these cycles. You know, you know, you don't feel good, but you just think it's something for you to deal with internally. But really, there's, there's a lot of things that probably need to change that aren't contributing to you feeling like your best self. So I got better. My life changed. Finally became, um, you know, I've definitely been happy at different points in my life and had great seasons in my life. But definitely after that experience, it just felt like a whole new world. Um, felt so good um, and definitely changed the different people who I met and the people who I dated and didn't date. And I met a great guy and, you know, all of that stuff happened. So in my practice as a therapist, because this is all happening while I'm a therapist and all happening when I'm supposed to have the answers, right? Um and give it to other people. I'm going through my own healing journey, which I think is common with, you know, everybody, everybody has problems, but this was just my experience. And so as I'm going through this process, I'm like, you know, these people like me, that's who I want to help women who need what I need. And so over time, I focus my practice on women like me, because it felt like and, I, and actually, I've heard this from so many women who've come into my office. It felt like as women, I, I could, as a woman, I could go and talk to someone about this and they would say the same thing. You just got to love yourself, one. You just need to stop, two. And three, not worse, but definitely implications, but like, this isn't that hard. What's wrong with you? So a lot of shame, right? So people who aren't caught in these patterns or experiencing what you're experiencing, you could really feel like from multiple directions that there's something wrong with you. And so to to focus on this and help women get to the root causes, to help them both externally change their behavior patterns, but also get to the root of like, why do I keep doing this? Like, why is this so hard to to break? Why am I so freaking scared, like legitimately scared to get closer to someone um, or to trust someone. That became my focus and it's been magic and I love it and I don't plan on looking back. And so Black Girls Heal 
even though those women, us with intimacy disorders, which you will learn what that means in another episode, but even though that is um, the women who I definitely focus with more, Black Girls Heal is going to help you no matter where you are. If you are someone who has secure, healthy relationships, but just sometimes it's hard for you to say no. To the woman who feels like she is taking everything that she can get or having her walls up or um, trying to be discriminate and date only the right guys um, and you have a list and you feel like you're doing everything right, but you still keep picking the same one, like the same like problems that are like hurtful and painful and non-committal, <laughs> basically, I got you too. So if you have not already, I want you to be subscribed to this podcast now. I want you to stay connected. There's multiple ways to stay connected. You can either follow on Instagram at blackgirlsheal underscore. You can join the Facebook group, which is located at blackgirlsheal.org slash group. Um, or you can just search on Facebook and there you can just continue the conversation about the podcast episode um, and the topic and connect with other women who are also um, listening and get advice or give advice. You can also join the mailing list, which is at blackgirlsheal.org slash list to be kept in the loop whenever new things come out. Or sometimes I send out a, um, a newsletter that I call Love Notes because it's all about learning how to love ourselves. And also, if you have a question that you think you might want answered on the podcast, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash questions. You'll find a form there for you to submit your question. And if I think it's a good fit for a future episode or um, related to a future topic that I have coming up or should be a topic coming up, I would love to answer it live. You'll be able to find all of this information, all these links in the show notes. And you can find archives to the podcast and all previous episodes by going to blackgirlsheal.org slash podcast. Again, lots of links, so you don't need to remember them all, but they are listed for your ease. But I want you to be a part of this community and a part of this process. So in short, the mission of Black Girls Heal is to help any woman who listens to this break the cycles of unhealthy relationships and feeling not enough for you to finally get the love that you want, you need, and most importantly, deserve. And we do that by helping you heal from the inside. And we do that by also helping you heal those negative patterns where even when you got the healing, you don't know what to do with it. So we're going to help you there too. It's a whole package kind of thing, right? So I am so looking forward to, looking forward to this journey with you. Um, come and say hello, share an episode if you like it so other people can find it. And we're going to get you to the other side, girl. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. 